Good evening, sports world. What is happening? Welcome to Go Baller FFS and our weekly FFS Quick Rants podcast. I am your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here next to my co-host, a.k.a. the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks and NCAA sports writer, here to jump into our rants, our sports beef of the week and we want you to call in if you're listening here on our anchor station call in let us know what is your biggest sports beef we'll make sure to republish the call get the conversation going as we're heading into our nfl divisional round weekend we've got a lot of football in the air we're fresh off a national championship game in college this past monday and mr allendale i believe you got a little uh, coaching rant speaking of both college football and the nfl man what's your biggest beef this week yeah i've been <clears throat> i've been upset ever since uh Alabama won the title. It's not because Alabama won it. We have too many pundits, so-called media experts, that I'm hearing telling the world that Nick Saban, the Alabama head coach, is the greatest football coach in the history of the sport, regardless of what level. And to me, that is a total disrespect to NFL coaches. But before before we get into that, let's look at a couple of things for a college head coach like Nick Saban. Number one, Every game he is in, he has better players, okay? Number two, he, they, they play a 12-game regular season. How many of those opponents are really competitive? I'd say, being generous, four opponents out of 12 for Alabama had a, any kind of chance to be competitive in their game. So that, that, that all you got to do is win eight. I mean, uh, excuse me, all you got to do is win four. The rest are just gimmies. So I, I don't, that's not, it's not that way in the NFL. Every Sunday, every Thursday, whatever they play, is a grind. And, and in, in the old days, if you want to talk about college coaches, before we had this Final Four, they, the national championship was determined by a vote, AP, Associated Press, and at one time UPI. So if we were using the AP poll this year and no playoff, Nick Saban would not have had a chance to win the national title because they lost their final game of the season and they would not would not have been the number one, number two, or number three team. Auburn might have won it or maybe somebody else. Or maybe in the BCS era, Auburn would have played somebody else for the title or, or Georgia would have played somebody else. But, but that's the point I'm trying to make. Some of these college coaches, and there have been some great college coaches, never got as many chances as Saban has gotten to be national championship because of the way that it was set up. And I, let's be honest, college football is all about recruiting. It's not a level playing field. How you get recruits into a college, well, that, that involves a lot of things, facilities, maybe coaches. Well, speaking outside of even just the debate of college versus the NFL, some people are going as far as saying Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time in any sport, well, that, let alone just football, yeah, let well, alone college football. What does that do to John Wooden at UCLA, uh, Phil Jackson, and there's a whole host of them. But I, I just feel disrespect. I think of some of the great NFL coaches, many of them are deceased now. I think of Tom Landry, the was coached the first 49 years of the Dallas Cowboys won two two Super Bowls and went to five. There's George Alice Papa Bear. I think it, most people know about him. If you don't, for you young people, look it up. Chuck Noll, the Steelers, took over a downtrodden Steelers program and won four Super Bowls and made them the king 
And like you said, it's, the, it's that weekly grind when you look at even just Alabama's, you know, schedule this season. I mean, the first, you know, tough game they had all year, they lost, which was to Auburn. Right. Um, you know, and then they beat a Clemson team with a very inexperienced, not very good quarterback, so to speak. And then an overtime win over Georgia. <laughs> so the second, only only two really tough games, if you look at it from top to bottom all season, Um and just and just talking about everyone with a pen, everyone with a keyboard, everyone with a website is talking about Nick Saban being the greatest coach, whether it's Newsweek, Forbes, CBS, ESPN, every single person is trying to chime in and give their Nick Saban opinion. Nick Saban actually recently just t- told reporters in the last couple of days, I believe, that he still believes Bear Bryant. So you're well, going Nick, Nick Saban taking the humble route saying Bear Bryant's still the greatest about, college coach coaches? of all time. How about Don Shula, the all-time winningest coach? What about Vince Lombardi, the man the trophy is named there for Green Throw Bay it back. Packers? Throw it back, Bill baby. Walsh, the, the guy that invented the West Coast offense. I mean, you, you, we can go back to Joe Gibbs. How about Joe Gibbs? He won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks for the Redskins. How many people don't know that? You got how a, tough you, is that? You got a beef. That's what Sports World, welcome back to part two of our Go Baller FFS Quick Rants podcast. If you're listening here on Anchor, call into our station. Let us know what is your biggest sports beef of the week. Give us your rant. We'll republish the call and get the conversation going. Jumping into my rant of the week, my biggest sports beef, and it's with my ultimate arc enemies, the Pittsburgh Steelers. As you know, I'm a beloved Cincinnati Bungles fan, although we are not doing very well to say the least right now. But talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and your boy Le'Veon Bell talking about potentially retiring after the season if he gets a franchise tag. Now, I know players get asked questions in a locker room every single day after practice, before practice, etc., etc., but in a game we're coming up coming up that you have to win, obviously do or die in the NFL playoffs and leading towards the ultimate game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots in the AFC title game and the ultimate goal of winning the Super Bowl, why are you going to sit here and talk about contracts if you're Le'Veon Bell and give any type of material for the other team to put on the whiteboard or let alone any type of distraction to give to your own teammates as you know these reporters are going to go ask Big Ben, they're going to ask the coach about it, they're going to ask his teammates about it. And these players do not need any type of distraction going into a game where the Steelers lost the last time they played at the Jacksonville Jaguars, 30-9. to Quote from ESPN from Le'Veon Bell, just get the numbers straight, exactly where we want them. I'm not going to settle for anything. I know what I do and what I bring to the table. I'm not going out here getting the ball 400 times if I'm not getting what I feel I'm valued at. There's a very easy way to answer that question and to say I'm not talking about it until after the season. I think at this point, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're the exact opposite of the New England Patriots because anytime there's controversy in the media or rumors in the media for the Patriots, they don't answer the question. They say they put the team above themselves, and obviously Le'Veon Bell doesn't do that. Antonio Brown, even in the past, hasn't done that. So you have two star players who care more about themselves and their careers more than their team in terms of winning a title. I'm not saying these guys are selfish players. I'm not saying they're bad teammates, but it's obviously through their actions and their words what is going on here. And I think you're going to see that whether it's this weekend. I don't think the Steelers are going to lose to the Jaguars. I'm not saying that. But when you look at the Steelers having to get over the hump of the Patriots, I think you look at the locker rooms and the way these teams conduct themselves on and off the field, in the locker room, with the media, the Patriots are so much more mature and disciplined, and that could be an X factor when these two teams play next weekend in the AFC Championship game. I think this gives a a distraction enough to where 
the Jacksonville Jaguars could come in completely focused, no distractions in their locker room, and now the Steelers have their own things to talk about. You know people are going to be talking about this on social media, online, in the blogs, in the papers. It's going to be the main discussion heading up to this game. So, Mr. Allen Dell, do I have any, what I'm saying here, is it going to hold any weight when these two teams play each other this weekend or next week when the, when the Steelers play the Patriots? Yeah, I, I could not disagree more with you with just about everything you said. He was asked a question, he could have lied, or he could have shrugged it off. He answered the truth. If he was really a bad guy, you know what he could have said? Well, I'm not going to play Saturday or Sunday unless you uh, alter my contracts. So Nobody's know. saying that, though. Well, Come on he could have. Uh, I mean, uh, actually, he might make more money doing these one-year deals, uh, but there's such a high injury risk as a running back. I mean, look what Kirk Cousins done as a one-year uh contract guy. Well, Le- Le'Veon Bell's playing on a $12.1 million franchise he's tag be- this he's season. He's the best running back in the league, so he he deserves it. He wants a, a multi-year contract. I don't blame him for that. He was uh, offered a multi-year contract last year and turned it down. That was well, upwards of $30 million in the first two years. So what what is it? If, well, you if you're, if you're going to say that... I don't if, know if that's true or not. If you're going to say value me then say what your value is. Don't leave it up to a guessing game with fans, with the media, with your teammates, because you should only be caring about the Super Bowl and winning a Super Bowl trophy this season and not about anything else. So what is gonna, what benefit is it going to bring Le'Veon Bell to talk about this to the press when it's going to be nothing but circulated around to his teammates? They're going to be That's not having gonna to ask, answer that question and being asked that question all week. It's not going to have any effect on the game. He'll come out and play hard, and they'll come out and play hard. Ben, Big Ben is still seething over the five interceptions he threw against Jacksonville. This, what this Le'Veon Bell no did, on the game whatsoever. this is a microcosm yeah, of the Steelers' locker room, and this will show when they lose to the New England Patriots next weekend, the AFC Championship they game. They're going to lose to them anyway. Because they do not have players that shut their mouths and care about the team and winning a title over talking about their salaries and their contracts. You're making tons of millions of dollars, Le'Veon oh, yeah, Bell. Le'Veon Bell needs to shut his mouth, play football, and earn that money like he should be doing. Peace out.